Seth, Seth, how are you, friend? Hey, good, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that. Dude, uh, we were just talking about, like, right off the bat, right, about uh, not necessarily trends, but where no code is going. And I was asked by um, someone at ClearBank, right, because we deal with ClearBank. And I was like, they, they asked me where I saw no code, what the future in no code was. Right. And I've started to notice a trend that I don't think, well, I just don't believe in general that people will stick with something difficult if they're not making money from it. Right. Like you're not going to like building the products. Cool. How about monetizing it? Right. right. Like there, there is a difference. That's um, yeah, huge difference. Um, so like, you know, no code has obviously grown so much since, you know, the early days. Right. And you're seeing more yep. makers. Um, you know, I, I feel that there's, there's a couple different, you know, groups of, you know, these makers, you know, there's makers that are young that don't have any work experience, the, uh, maybe like a, the actual business experience or something, you know, like in the real world working, you know, but, um, but they have, you know, this tech savvy ability to come in and, you know, just, just learn these tools. And, you know, especially with Twitter, you know, you do get thrown into the, uh, the startup and the bootstrapping world because I feel that those are kind of intertwined now. Right. We're seeing it has to be, it has to be like, right. So I think that, you know, to monetize it's one thing. And that's one of the things I wanted to bring up actually is um, it, it's one thing to like, um, to build a product, but it's another thing to build a business. Yep. What and would be your, what would be your, one of your biggest takeaways to uh, helping people build a business side? And oh, you yeah. might be going in, going in that direction. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on the same path for me, you know, for, for me, it's, it's, it's very, it's a little different. I mean, I'm, I, I have never worked in startups. I'm trying to become a product manager and work in startups, but you know, I, I've really, you know, had to, um, leverage no code you know to try to build that gap because i'm coming from the defense space enterprise space you know so it's been very you know it's its own challenge you know so has that transition been going i I would you know really give to uh, no coders the first time um especially when you know just entering and learning about the overwhelming amount of tools to use is um to really not aim for a business at the start just just build products and you know focus on those skills needed to, you know, really build these products, especially with the amount of tools there are, you know, design, marketing, building an audience and learning how to talk to people and communicate with people, you know, online is a, is a really big key, you know? Ooh, I think that's a good, I think that's a great segue into my next point, which is how do you see, I think building your community is really, is really great. So like, I think a lot of times people, need to pick a path, right? Are you going to build that product or are you going to build that community? Because really only the lucky few get to blend both, right? Like if you notice that in no code Twitter, where like I'm noticing, it seems to be dude, the same people, like celebrating the same people. And right, like I don't see like new to no, like new no code. I see the same people posting about no code. It's like the same like, 12 people right. you know like right. what's it going to take for you what what would take for someone and what would it take for someone in no code to uh become the cream that rises to the top well you know and and 
I, th I think that has to do with the, the, the online presence right now that's really popular is the building public. Everybody's, you know, you know, there's a lot of controversial, I guess, views on it, you know. Um, I, I, you know, it, it's, it's a really great thing, you know, if you know how to leverage it well. I, I think it really does help to, you know, have those, pe uh, those people around you. But, uh, but, but right now, I mean, if, you, you know, to get out in front of people, the things I'm seeing from other makers and that I wish I had the time to do is, you know, you're seeing those same people that are on top. Um, and the things about, uh, that, that make those people stick out or, um, just, just basically taking action leverage, you know, and they're, they're always taking action instead of thinking default to action default yes. to action. Yeah. It's just about taking action and learn by doing, you know? Yeah. It's constantly, it's constantly building and iterating right. and coming back to the, right. Like, do you believe people need to stick to one platform? Like, like you obviously yeah. have like the glue tools like Zapier or Integra. Right. Um, right. Like, but do you believe people stay with one builder or one website builder or app builder? What do you think? Yeah. So I, I was going to speak on that too. Yeah, that's, that's important because I think project selection and tool selection are important because I feel that, you know, it's good to, to, to try new tools. I mean, the, the shiny object effect, you know, it, it's good, but I, I feel that with no code, it, it depends on your goals. If you're just building for fun, sure. Go try some tools, but if you find tools that you're really good at, or you have a, a, a leg up on, on something, use those tools and, and try to use the minimal amount of tools to get the most output. If you're trying to especially monetize and sell like a business, you know, um, it, it, it really takes some experimental practice and, and use, especially with distribution. You know, you, you got to think about, especially if you're building a business, you got to think about the customer, you know, yep. your, your target market, um, make it easy for them to, to obtain that product also, you know? And you I think that's where, so tools, you know? Yeah. Right. You don't need so many tools, you don't. right? You need, you need, more of what you were talking about uh, and the, the, the later piece, which is the go-to-market stuff. Yeah. You need to know who you're building for. A right. lot of times people go into any tool and that's the thing. That's the one thing at V1 I'm trying to like, dude, because like I love building a business. I don't love building I'm a product build a with... Yeah. <laughs> you will get to my level. I'm 100% sure. Like, because I love your fucking... Twitter hustle. Um, Thanks, and you seem to be jamming on shit, dude. Well, like an off record here. We'll, we'll, we'll have to get into some, some more shit. Okay. We'll have to have you come back. Um, um so, so yeah, I, I really think it's just about the tools and how you actually use them. You know, I think that, you know, a lot of people just always want to, you know, try a new shiny object effect. And I think that, that, that people in general have that problem. That's just humans, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, that's what I mean. So like, you got to get some buy-in as a tool. Like when we launched V1, dude, we don't have a freemium version, right? right? So like, and we're very open and transparent with this, which is like to the point where we're like, cool, if you do, you're buying to stick with us for tw 12 months, like you're, right. this is a journey that you're on, that we're on, we'll help you as much as we can. Don't right. get fucking upset <laughs> in a month or two. This is a 12 month journey. Right. So it's like, you're going to, so I almost discourage from people just signing up to sign up for another tool. Right. Like mm -hmm. now at the beginning, I'm very open about that. Right. So like, 
we'll have a freemium version may, maybe in the future. But like, how do you go about like selecting a tool, right? Like when you started on your no code journey, what is something that spoke to you with like a landing page builder? It will, yeah, and that comes back to the good point. Um, like, you know, and, and I do think that, you know, for, you know, using no code is one thing and then trying to build like, you know, a startup and, and mm. kind of what that entails, you know, like, like I think that, you know, um, you really got to think about what you're building and not get into the weeds because I, I see it, you know, that, uh, you know, some of these tools uh, you can easily overbuild. And I actually did that with DocDrive. You know, like for mm. example, um, I started, I, it, it's built with Webflow, but for example, okay. I could have actually gone simpler. I could have gone with a card landing page because I later pivoted to a Gumroad offering because I found that, oh. wow, that is the best distribution an Airtable database with this information right there for you, easily distributed through Gumroad instead of using member stack and trying to build a login web app functionality into Webflow. So I, la- I learned my lesson, you know, about doing that. I stuck with Webflow because I had. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It is about getting a quick, the simplest version out, right? Yeah. Like, and my belief is you get that simple version out and you start to monetize that simple version. Like the best customer feedback ever is customer dollars, yep. man. You know what I mean? Money, like money talks, if, right? if someone is willing to give you $2, two bucks for that thing, you get that they see value in that a lot of value before they even, right. Before they even sign up. So like, what are, what's one of those tools, right? Like, or like the first process that you went back, how long did you actually build that first thing before you're like, Whoa, I overbuilt. How long were you doing it? You know what? It, I actually, yeah, I probably took a, a good two weeks because you know it, it's it's one thing to be close to your product, but you can get too close to your product to where you're like, oh wow, I haven't really leveraged feedback from my inner circle. Mm, I haven't gotten, yeah, any, and I'm like, you don't even realize it. It's almost like a like you, like it, it's it's crazy. It's almost like a um, uh, it's kind of hard to say. But um, yeah, I get it. I get it. Cause like, yeah, you can dude, usually get so close to your product that you like wake up yeah. and you're like, wow, you know, like I didn't need all of this, you know, like why am I adding in tools to myself to manage more tools and to run this process? I want to do the minimal, you know, possible to be able to get yeah, this to be effective, you know? Like the one pain point that someone, that someone is feeling, right? Yeah. Where it's like that one thing where it's like, cool, I wish I could drop ship this thing so you make a quick drop shipping thing go back to that person and say would you be willing to spend 10 bucks a month on this right yeah. like and dude so many people i mean this is number one piece of advice for me i guess of this episode at least so for me it's about not listening to any random fucker <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude like for me it is everyone will tell you n- overly nice things and then overly mean things yeah. Dude, the people the only people you should be listening to are people who buy from you or invest in you. That's it. Exactly. People who have some real form of skin in the game, normally monetarily like money. Right? So like that's the tip I give. Lastly here, Seth, before we close this out, is what is what is the biggest tip? The the biggest pro tip or the second biggest tip. I know you gave a tip a while back. But what is a pro tip for people that are kind of starting out. If you had to 
envelop it all into one thing, what would that be for people starting out in no code? Well, um, I guess a couple little things jammed into one. It would be uh, kind of, um, you know, it's it, kind of like I said, uh, it's not about the tools, you know, use, it's how you use them. Um, mm-hmm. it, people just need to understand that it takes time to even build no code knowledge. No code, you know, was meant to be easy, but, you know, <laughs> as it gets more saturated, it does get harder and more overwhelming with the choices. So, um, you know, just take your time to build that knowledge. Um, just find the best way to share information, you know, and, and, and I think yeah. every maker is going to be very different. And like you said, don't listen to just some random like uh, people, out, people out there because and, and regardless, every entrepreneur's journey is different. So just yeah. because what worked for another doesn't mean it's going to work for that someone else. That's why it's best to always listen to your customer and the problem you're solving. Yeah, um, and, and that's validation, right? That's validation one one. Absolutely, dude. I love it, Seth. And again, we're going to have to have you come back on yeah. uh, and update on some progress. We'll get you to my level. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, sounds good. That's what we'll do. Awesome, Thanks. Seth. Thank you. So oh, where can people find you, man? What's your Twitter hey, handle? You can find me on uh, Twitter um, at uh, Fanon underscore Seth. Boom. That's where I operate, especially in no-code space. Love it. Dude, Seth, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I look forward to hearing back from hey, you. Thanks. I appreciate you. Uh-huh.